the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area. Your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. <clears throat> oh, good God. What was that? Maybe I should practice my It's Rob Black Show before I actually start. It's Rob Black Show. Got a little lung butter in there today. Which reminds me. Oh, have you ever been in a spa? Ever been in the steam room and after a good workout? Yesterday I did five good miles, five good miles. Then I go in the steam room and, oh, people go in the steam room and, like, Oh, how do I say this? They 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 get into that <laughs> like they're trying to get years and years of cold congestion out, and I'm like, no, I'm leaving. The moment I hear someone do that, I leave the steam room, and I could be in there for one minute, I could be in there for fifteen, but the moment I hear people start using the steam room as their their personal expectorant, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm not sticking around. And what's up with the the casual? Well, I'll drop it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Actually, I'll, I'll bring it back up because I shouldn't start. I shouldn't tease. I should deliver the goods. So what's up with the guys who are like 65, 70 years old? Uh, they, they do their little light tennis you know, workout. They, they do their shower. And then they sit around naked watching TV in the, in the clubhouse. What's up with the naked TV watching? Like, I get it at home. Like. Maybe in a weird scenario, but uh, I'm still wet. I'm drying off. I'm just going to lounge and and everything's going to hang here for you to see. Uh, Like the day I was born. I don't need to see that. It's it's too much for me. It's too much for me because I'll be honest. I can't not look. It's like a train wreck when you see a 70-year-old man laying buck naked watching TV. It's a train wreck. You don't want to look, but your eyes go to it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I feel like a battery at times. I'm I'm trying to take a vacation. My trip to Mexico fell through. I was going to go to the land of donkeys and huevos rancheros, and uh, that fell through. It's just not going to happen. It wasn't meant to be. Now, I feel like a battery, you know, like a AA battery or a AAA battery. AA batteries, AAA batteries, they've got two things. They're working or they're dead. They're working or they're dead. And I feel like I'm on the dead side of things. I'm one of those people who needs a couple days off, more often than not, uh, to recharge my batteries. Now, interesting, weird. I don't know if you're with me or against me on this one. Are you with me or against me? Sun Microsystems just got acquired by Oracle. Sun Microsystems is a company that makes big, big, big servers. They were a dot-com company, a huge winner in the early 90s, mid-90s, disaster thereafter. They get acquired by Oracle. CEO of Sun Microsystems, his name's Jonathan Schwartz. When a company gets acquired, eh, you know, you can kind of create a position for the guy, but it's, it's kind of like, hey, monkey, here's your peanut. 
And Oracle really wasn't too fond of Jonathan Schwartz. They wanted the company, not the management. So he was the last CEO of Sun Micro. Again, Scott, he took over for Scott McNeely. He used Twitter last night to announce that he quit. Kind of weird, right? He used Twitter to announce that he quit. Now, in this day and age, never break up with someone, never get fired over email or on a text message. But do you Twitter the fact that you're out? And he did it in the form of a haiku. Financial crisis stalled too many customers. CEO no more. I don't know. That's kind of weird, right? Using Twitter to quit? I mean, I I don't know. I'm going to have to twist my arm to get me to quit. Mr. Schwartz was fond of using the internet as a soapbox. Mr. Schwartz replaced Sun Microsystems' uh, Scott McNeely. Sun struggled to post consistent results, and their sales continued to decline. So Larry Ellison, not especially fond of Mr. Uh, Schwartz, said in an interview that he expected Mr. Schwartz to resign rather than play a role in the combined company. So I love that. And Mr. Schwartz did send out an email after he sent out a tweet. He said, in the short run, I'm planning to spend some long overdue time with my family. Longer run with a few million businesses and a few billion consumers on the web. Rumor has it that there's some interesting opportunities to be had. I think that's true enough. I think that's true enough. So um, a couple weeks ago, I got a, uh, not a speeding ticket, but I went through a stop sign ticket. And the cop was kind to me. I don't know if you recognize me because I'm kind of a big deal. I'm a big star in the world of media. But he gave me a fix-it ticket. Just, I didn't have my insurance t- card on me. So um, I think that's going to be more of the norm. I think that's going to be more of the norm. You know, Californians, we get taxed, state income tax, spending taxes. So in the, in the city that I live in, it's 9.5% you know, sales tax. And it's also roughly 9.5% just to live in the state of California and work and make money. So California takes 20% of my pay. Boom. If I consume anything, boom, just like that. Now they're trying to go a little bit more aggressive. And I don't know what the study is for Northern California, but I saw one coming out of Southern California where... In less than eight years, it's only been eight years that we've been doing this. Fines for red light traffic violations in L.A. County have jumped 65%. They've gone from 270 bucks for running a red light to about 446 That's a lot of money, considering they don't have to have the police. Uh, they just set up some cameras and snap, snap, snap. Now, the cameras are expensive. The process is expensive. But that's a lot. I mean, has your income gone up 65% in the last eight years? Uh-uh. So with traffic school, if you run a red light and not even a real policeman catches you, you, you have the right to face your accuser, uh, nope, right to, to face your cameraman. So if you do do a, a traffic school, it's over $500 for running a red light now. Now, some people would say, my sister was killed by a guy who ran a red light. It should be a million dollars. Some people would say that, you know, I got hit and it cost me a couple thousand dollars to fix my car and the jerk drove away. So I understand that running red lights has consequences far beyond. But doesn't it feel like our state's trying to nickel and dime us now in every possible way? Raising muni. They say, you know, be good. Be good for the environment. Take the muni. Take the Caltrans. And every year they seem to raise it, raise it, raise it. They can't keep their costs under control. One of their biggest costs that's out of control is labor. So L.A. said they're going to expand their, their program. That program pulled in over $6 million last year after expenses. So now they're going to basically double it and maybe even triple it. More stoplights, more money, more money, more money. And for some reason, I just don't like that. It just sits wrong in my craw. Where is your craw out of the curiosity? And is it wrong if a person touches your craw? Is that considered cheating? I don't even know what a craw is. So tax credits, highway funds, going to be in the Senate jobs bill. 
the health care bill is all but dead, even though you've got some Democrats running around saying, no, 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 we're going to fix it. But uh, tax credits, highway funds, Senate jobs. That's what the Senate is, is trying to figure out at this point in time. So we're going to start hearing a little bit more about this. Why? Because Democrats are nervous as all hell about the November congressional elections. Senate Democrats are going to unveil tax credits and other proposals that aim to bring down the nation's double-digit unemployment rate. The package is going to include tax credits to spur hiring and equipment purchases, along with incentives for states to ramp up construction projects, an aide said. Now, it could also extend soon to expire programs that provide unemployment aid and health care subsidies for the jobless. So Harry Reid is out there uh, talking and, uh, you know, giving a little bit more of the details out there. So other Democrats who are going to be tied towards Dick Durbin, Max Boxes, and Byron Dorgan. I have the question of, why didn't this get done at Christmas time? Why didn't this get done last year? Like, why wait to now to try to stimulate and create jobs? So clearly, hmm, our Congress doesn't work in our best interest at times, in my opinion. I think the number one thing if I were to run for president is jobs, 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 jobs. I would make it easy for small businesses to create jobs, 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 jobs. Because, again, you create a job for a small business and that schlum, you know, you pay them. Nine and a half percent goes to the state. Nine and a half percent on whatever that schlum buys in his his neighborhood. So right there, any job created for the state of California creates 20 percent of that guy's income. You know, we live paycheck to paycheck. As a nation. So I'd create the only thing I do is try to create jobs. And some people look at like construction and they go construction road repair. A lot of business gets done through our roads. You come to work on roads. Think about it. So um, to me, the two things our nation should focus on three things. And the first two kind of helps the third thing. The third thing is jobs. But the first thing is you got to lower college costs. I've talked to mothers, uh, single mothers, who said, I'm not going to send my kids to college. I can't afford it. I'm a single mother. You want to as a parent. It's your goal as a parent. It's your dream to provide a better. But realistically, people are now saying, I can't afford to send my kid to college. That's tragic and that's sad. Second thing I would work on is obviously lowering college costs is one. Second thing I'd work on is, is roads. You create jobs through college educations. College educations pay better wages than, say, um, high school educations do. So you create you create a higher tax base. So and you try to keep those jobs here in the United States. So higher paying jobs can't be replaced internationally with call centers, which are low paying jobs for high schools education. So anyway, you get the basic idea. So the second thing is uh, roads improvement, transportation. It creates a lot of blue collar jobs, and blue collar people have mortgages, and blue collar people drink beer. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls on the air. A little later in the show, I'm going to be talking about a new term that a lot of people don't know what it is. It's figs, F-I-G-S. You've heard about brick. Brick is Brazil, Russia, India, and China. What are figs? It's going to Matt in South San Francisco. Matt? Hey, Rob. I love the show. Um, Boy, you touched on a sore subject with me this morning on these uh, traffic light um, cameras. And uh, I'll tell you why. It's it's much more of a racket than you let on to. <laughs> I got one of these tickets in Burlingame not too long ago where I had actually stopped at the four-way signal, but I was about eight feet back from the crosswalk. And when the light turned, or before the light turned, I, I could see the road was clear, and I went forward. So anyway, long story short, I got a, a ticket in the mail, and I decided I'd fight it in court, printed the photos out from the web. You can actually get the video on the web, which clearly showed I'd stopped. Went to court at 7.30 in the morning on my court date to fight this thing, waited in line with 200-plus people until 10 o'clock in the morning and was only able to plead guilty or not guilty at that point. Then they require you to come back for another court date if you want to fight the thing. 
and they say your odds of winning are almost nil. So at this point, you know, I've got half a day invested in the thing. I'm the vice president of my company. It's just not worth it. But what you wouldn't believe is the number of these things that they process in the time I was there. I must have seen 100 people just say, I'll pay the fine at 350 to $400 a person. And just one after the other, we're just filing in and out of court and accepting the fine. Makes you mad as hell, doesn't it, Matt? You know, it's crazy. It's, it's just not right. I mean, um, you know, I felt I had a solid case to beat it, but it's not worth a full day or a day and a half of my time to try and beat it. And the amount of money they're raking in on these things is astonishing. It's astonishing. And, it's, uh, it's stunning. It's And again... Uh, we as a nation, we're already taxed to the limit, and this is an area, again, if you don't have a car, you don't feel any pity for Matt, but if you have a car, you feel a little bit of pity. So it's those that have and those that don't and those who can be taxed and those who can't. Well, it goes beyond that, too, you know, because the reciprocal effect is uh, the insurance you might. Insurance will go up. You know, it's it's various other things. So the cost of that of that one day, that one incident, which is you know disputable in my opinion, could cost me two or three thousand dollars over the next couple of years. Yep. Thanks for the call, Matt. Thank you. Coming up a little later in the show, Lance Ulanoff. Who is Lance Ulanoff? Is he a cosmonaut from Russia? No. Is he a bicyclist who's run the tour of France? No. So he's actually not going to be on today. I'm teasing you today because he's going to be on tomorrow. He's the editor in chief of PC Magazine. He's going to talk about the iPad and was the iPad designed for ladies? Or was it designed for computer nerds? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Mad as hell about stoplight cameras. They're going to expand. Big Brother's watching you and he's sending you a ticket. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. John Cobell. I'm Ken Champo. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 910 AM, more stimulating talk. Five six three nine to get your calls on the air. Wow, I was just talking a little bit about the stoplight cameras and uh, getting a ticket in the mail and how kind of offensive that feels and how wrong it feels and how states California is going to do more and more of it. It's a huge money maker. Now, a Florida Highway Patrol trooper based in South Florida, he's been arrested on charges of official misconduct. He wrote hundreds of fake citations to drivers. That's all we need is a cop who's writing fake citations now. Paul Lawrence was accused of trying to increase the number of citations he issued by writing bogus tickets. More than 200 traffic tickets he issued since November have been dismissed. Authorities grew suspicious when the ticketed motorists began complaining that they knew nothing about the citations. So what he would do is he'd stop you for speeding, you would go away, and then he'd like do three more tickets on you. That's crap, right? Could you imagine? I don't know. I guess, you know, we all have that situation with our boss where our boss wants us to do this or our boss wants us to do that. Brutal day, by the way, on Wall Street. Brutal day. Not a good day. It's one of those days where it's down. It's ugly. It's raining on Wall Street. Stay in. Don't go out. It's okay. It's normal. We were up in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. January down. February starting uh, not so good. With that said, what would you rather have? Do you want to do them today? 
commit for the rest of your life investments? Or do you want to look at it as buying opportunity? Do you got 15 years to recover? Do you got five years to recover? What's your time frame? So Spain today is getting hit pretty roughly. Pretty roughly. Their indexes were down 3.5%. They've got issues with their budget tied towards loans to Greece. Greece is in trouble. Their, their debt issuance compared to their GDP, it's way too high. So people are a little freaked out. Now, the FTSE, that's a European stock market, down 1.1%. The CAC, down 1.1%. The DAX, down 1%. All the Asian indexes or indices were down. The Hang Seng, the Nikkei, the Shanghai, all of them down. So it's not only the American stock market's down today, but all stock markets are down. It's okay. So you're going to live, right? You're going to watch the Super Bowl this weekend? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So there's a big controversy on the whole Tim Tebow. What if his mother, she was told she was supposed to have an abortion because she went on a a mission and got sick. And if she had done what the doctors said, then there wouldn't be Tim Tebow who's going to be an awful NFL quarterback. Uh, Planned Parenthood's releasing one. It's a football player that says women have the right to choose. So it's it's interesting arguments, right? We don't have to hate each other because we argue. I hope we don't have to hate each other because we argue. So, you know, so Planned Parenthood has released a response to the controversial Tim Tebow Super Bowl ad in which his mother is expected to talk about her decision not to have an abortion. The spot backed by the conservative Christian group Focus on Family has drawn the ire, ire of women's groups. The Planned Parenthood commercial features former Minnesota Viking Sean James and Olympic gold medalist Al Joyner talking about how they respect Mrs. Tebow's decision, but they're looking forward to the day when every woman's decision about her health and her family will be respected. Interesting, right? That's If you're going to argue, let's not scream at each other. I kind of like that kind of argument, if you know what I'm saying. So, anyway, um, some other news out there today. Okay, so we know all the world markets were crap, right? The Bank of England left their interest rate at one half of 1%. So, it's a monetary tool. When the Bank of England, a lot like the Federal Reserve of the United States, says we're going to leave money at less than 1%, they're basically trying to say, banks... You're getting the money for cheap, now go lend it. Lend it to whoever you want because you're going to make a lot of money. You can lend it to safe people and charge 4%. You can lend it to crazies and charge 10%. Cost of money is incredibly cheap in Bank of England. Now, where should it be? That's a, a good question. Where should? What's the magic number? I saw earlier this week Australia left their interest rates at 3.75%. Now, the ECB, they've the European... Uh, central banks have left their basic um, rate at 1%. So they're higher than the Bank of England. And the Bank of England's higher than the United States. And Australia's at 3.75% of where they're saying, okay, banks, you could lend. We're going to give you the money at 3.75%. That's what you owe us. So then the banks have to go out and lend. And it, it's the higher the cost of money, the, the the less economic activity that goes on. Here's the kicker. There's no real right answer. Would I love to see interest rates at 5%? I would. Absolutely. That would tell me things are back to normal. Things would be back to normal if we were there, but we're not there. So the interest rates are still telling us there's something wrong, very, very wrong in the United States. There's something wrong in Europe. Australia feels a little bit better to me at 3.75%. Do you see where I'm trying to go with this? I'm trying to give you a business lesson. I'm not trying to choke you on it. I don't want you to to vomit up um, stomach fluid on me. But I am trying to really get you to focus on we would want to be at 5% because it would be out of distressed times. You get where I'm, and you know what would be even better? Old people. 
old people who I want to put on a cracker and eat would be okay. Because at 5%, they can keep their little you know, pitiful amounts of money in the bank and get a 5% yield on it, and they're happy with that. Right now, they got to go out and, and, I mean, they bitch and they moan because they got to go out and, and expose that money to, to risk because you can't live off interest at one half of 1%. You can't. You can't beat inflation that way. You know, $100 pays you less than a dollar. Are you effing kidding me? That's not enough money. So I would like to see interest rates move higher. Now, uh, the, the president of the ECB is named Jean-Claude Van Damme Trichet. He reiterated the stance that pricing pressure remains stable and economic activity in the euro area continues to show improvement. Retailers today, other big story in the world of Wall Street and why we're down today is because they reported a little larger, they reported larger, largely better than expected same-store sales. 21 out of 27 big retailers beat expectations. So the economy's doing okay. Now, yesterday we did a little bit of a story on the service economy and how it's, it's showing a little bit of growth. There's two ways of looking at economic data. Growth or no growth. Growth or recession, you know, contracting or expanding. And we're, we're expanding the services side of our economy. Now, services are, you go for burger today. Someone has to flip that burger and someone has to deliver it to you and you wash it down with a tasty beverage. Services are vacations. So we're a service nation. 90% of our economy is service-based. 10% is manufacturing. So services showing a little bit of expansion. That's nice to see. It's not something to get up and, and jump up and down and woo It's not that good. But we're seeing a little bit. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I got more show planned for you. I'll make you financially smarter if I, if I possibly can. Coming up, Kim Commando. Kim Commando and I are going to talk tech. Kim Commando is a digital goddess in theory. She's a, a digital lifestyle queen of the internet slash all things digital. Take a break here. We'll be right back. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. And tomorrow, Lance Ulanoff on the iPad. You're listening to Rob Black. 9-10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Welcome back into the Rob Black Show. Rob Black talking all things financial. Joining me now, Kim Commando. Kim? Hey, Rob. Me and my producer have a bet. Could you name the song that we just brought you in with? You know what? I didn't hear it. Okay, we'll play a little bit more for you right now. I say a dollar you cannot do it. She says a dollar you can do it. We know that you're the queen of all things digital, but can you get music I'm not. I know. I'm not very good at this, but I'll try. Let's see if you're hipped musically as you are hipped digitally. Can't name that tune. Can't name that tune. Okay. It's the Beastie Boys. Who is it? It's the Beastie Boys. So I just made a dollar. Well, that's good. You should bet more next time. I know. I know. <laughs> Come on. You're the financial whiz. I expect more out of you. <laughs> you're, you're the tech whiz. And uh, we can chit-chat about our, our crisscrossing lives. Um, got any big plans for the Super Bowl, Kim? Uh, you know, I'm not really much of a sports gal. 
Okay. Uh, but I will be watching for the commercials. And I just recently learned, you know, the tight ends were not exactly what I thought they were. So, uh, but I am voting for the Colts because I do like the Colts. Okay. What did you think and a why? tight? What did you think a tight end was? <laughs> I don't know. They said, "Look at the tight end." I said, "Yeah, sure. I I can see that." <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> There's something I'm not going to go there. Internal editor on. Um, let's talk a little bit about what you do. You do a show here every Sunday from one to three, and you're a digital goddess and a digital lifestyle insights. One of the things that it's getting in the news is Google got hacked, and we keep hearing from our State Department, "Watch out! The the, the world hackers are going to get you." What do we need to know? Well. You know, Google did get hacked, and now Google's fighting with China, saying we're going to go away. You know, I don't know if you have a web browser handy, but if you went to G-O-O-J-J-E.com, it looks like Google. I mean, it's like somebody ripped off the Google logo. And the Chinese government, they say, is not behind it, but just some company in China that since Google is fighting with China, that some other Chinese company has come up with a Google lookalike. There's also YouTube CN, which is kind of looks like YouTube, but it's really not from YouTube. It's a Chinese company version. But but here's the deal is that um, hackers are always constantly trying to get to your computers and your data. And we see it with big companies and with big countries, but it's also for those of us here at home. Like, for example, um, let's say you were walking into work, Rob, and in the parking lot you saw a flash drive, a little thumb drive. Sure. And the thumb drive has the station's logo, KNEW, on there, and it looks really legitimate. So you pick it up because you figure it's probably one of your coworkers that, you know, kind of dropped this thing. And so you're, you take it upstairs, you put it in your office computer, and then suddenly whoever dropped that could have complete access to everything in the station's network. But see here, you seemingly just thought it was just a thumb drive, and you were going to help out by seeing by by just checking out whose stuff was on, it, and then you're going to hand it over to them. That's tricky. I like that. It, it is. It's very tricky. Um, another way that they're doing it is by like these apps. Smartphone apps are so hot, and now criminals are using them to get to your information. Like for example, uh, one developer recently offered banking apps for Android phones. Now the developer had no ties to the banks. They were password stealing tools. And see, and that's, that's what people have to remember. You may hear about these uh, cyber wars and these cyber attacks, but it's really coming down to Joe and Mary at home, too. Like, let's say Facebook friends, and um, all of a sudden you're like, okay, wow, I've got all these great friends. Well, you have to really pay attention who you give access to your profile. Um, like, for example, if you use your account for business, it could be a goldmine for competitors. You could unknowingly post information about projects that would benefit the competitors. Um, it could give co- maybe some hints for an upcoming merger or partnership. And it could even give some criminals inroads into there. And you could uh, post some information, be a targeted phishing attack. And, and in addition to that, uh, law enforcement says that they will sometimes try to befriend criminals because once they're on their friend list they can figure out a whole bunch of stuff now, so that's a good use for it but the but for those of you at home I mean, you just really need to be careful how would you protect at home because kim i'm just the average dude heidi my producer <laughs> yeah, is just right. the average dudette um, <laughs> and she's very cute too <laughs> she is very cute um but we don't really want to overdo it we don't really want to live like we don't want to put a condom on when we sit down in, at our computer it's like too much effort so to speak well, you know, you just you have to have a healthy sense of common sense, and okay. you have to just be aware 
of what may seemingly look okay isn't. And like, for example, there's also clickjacking. Um, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, and it looks like uh, somebody says, you know, here's a great picture of Angelina Jolie naked or whatever it may be, or Lady Sweet. Gaga's newest stunt. And then you click on that link because you want to see Lady Gaga. And um, But it's not. It's something else. And then suddenly you have bad stuff into your computer. So you, number one is that you need to be aware. And number two is just know that the bad guys are out to get you. And you need to have your security software, your Windows up to date, even your Mac up to date. Okay. But, like, what do you use to not get hacked? For instance, I used ES- I used ES- ESET, and that's my virus mm-hmm. protect. And I think that's enough, Kim? I don't really want... Well, you know, you have, oh, you have all kinds of... Um, you have free antivirus software, too. So if you didn't want to buy that, you can go to... You can get free AVG, for example, or from Avast as another company that offers free antivirus software. And, and that's one thing. The other thing is to make sure that you have anti-spyware, and I know it's a pain in the neck. And then the other thing is to have a decent firewall. And all three of them you don't have to pay for. You can get all three of those free, and I've got links to them over at commando.com. As a matter of fact, Microsoft, they used to sell this product called Security Essentials or Microsoft Live Essentials. Mm-hmm. And now it's absolutely free. And so, and that includes your anti-spyware and your antivirus software. And of course, whenever anybody says Microsoft and viruses, they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, how, what kind of job can they do? Because they can't even secure Windows when, when actually it's a pretty decent job. Can I tell you about my experience with uh, free AVG? No, uh, five hundred viruses. No, really. Five, got five hundred and five when I uh, when I put in uh, malware bytes, and uh, they found five hundred and five. Uh, where are you hanging out, bud? You know where I hang out. <laughs> the seedy part of the internet. You need more than that. So <laughs> we need keyboard cleaners. We need everything. Is this a real threat to us? Like, um, at some point in time, will my bank account be taken over by Russian hackers? Uh, no, but, uh, you know, odds are it probably won't, but it could happen to you. A friend of mine's a doctor, and he called me up, and he said, yeah, I just got a call from my bank, and they want to know why I was authorizing $50 to be sent to Estonia. And I don't even know where that is. <laughs> you know, so, and I said, well, you know, what is your, um, what's your banking password? And he said, well, nobody would ever guess that. I said, well, what is your banking password? He says, well, it's my wife's maiden name. I'm like, hello. You know, it's so <laughs> not a good password. As a matter of fact, the most common password, you know what that is, don't you? One, two, three, four, five. Actually, it's a little bit more than that. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. People get tricky. They think that they had some more numbers that it's good. But, um, you know, an easy way to create a, a password that somebody can't guess is just to come up with something. Like, for example, I love Rob Black. And then you can put a pound and then whatever the site name is. So let's say it's Yahoo. So it would be I-L-R-B pound Yahoo. And then so that would be your password for Yahoo.com. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got, I, I'm have got. i pretty good with my passwords. And I, I actually do change them now every three months pretty regularly. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. more than most people. That's great. So You know how you were just talking about one, two, three, four, five? Mm-hmm. Um, why six afraid of seven? <laughs> I don't know. Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, I got you. Okay, I'll have to remember that one. Yeah, just in case, in case you need a little uh, third-grade humor on your show this weekend. You, <laughs> you can... know, things are going a little dry there at the old Commando Radio Ranch and need to spice it up a little bit. I'll remember that. What, what, what's, what's planned for the Commando Radio Show this weekend? Uh, we're going to talk about some money-saving apps. Okay. We're going to be talking about also a little bit more about the cybersecurity and what you can do to protect yourself. 
And then I've got some cool, useful, fun freebies. And this week it's all about saving money online. And um, we're going to be talking about HD TVs and 3D TVs and what's coming with the new iPhone and everything all mixed in. And I'm sure we'll have a, a healthy dose of how you can watch the Super Bowl online, which is always tricky. The worst thing you can do, by the way, is just go to Google.com and type in, watch the Super Bowl online. <laughs> because uh, the NFL isn't going to let anybody in there. Turf. Oh, did you get that one? I didn't get it. Oh, forget it. Okay. <laughs> you can't watch. I give up. You can't watch the Super Bowl online. Uh, no, you, no. It, there's not an app for that. Well, you know, there's something called place shifting. I don't know if you know this. There's a place shifting is lets you watch TV over the internet just as if you were sitting back at home. So, like for example, a lot of people use place shifting. Like if they can't get the Super Bowl, for example, if in the country that they're located. Right. It's this little box. There's something called the Sling Box, and you can watch live and recorded television shows anywhere using a web browser. And then if you buy the app for it, it lets you watch your programming that you see at home on your BlackBerry, your Palm, your Windows, the iPhone, stuff like that. Good so stu- it's actually pretty cool. Good stuff. I'll listen this Sunday from 1 to 3, Kim Commando, before the Super Bowl. Get your digital Thank lifestyle you. update. Thanks for joining me, Kim, and uh, thanks for being a good support. Up. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 every Sunday from 1 to 3. Um, you'll hear she'll do some digital one-minute updates on this uh, network as well. So uh, you'll get to know her. So Kim Commando, it's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. The Glenn Beck Program coming up at 12 noon. Now Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. You heard it here first. Avatar 2's in the works. James Cameron's talked about an Avatar 3 and an Avatar 4. Have you ever seen a cow milked? That's James Cameron. He's going to milk this cash cow for everything he can out of it. The movie storyline was very average. For those of you who give it uh, movie storylines, high reviews, uh, you've got a third grade education. It, It looked great. It looked great, but the whole plot was stolen from Dances with the Wolves and wasn't all that original in any way, shape, or form. But Avatar 2, Avatar 3, and Avatar 4 coming to movie theaters near you soon because you ate it up like Jello. And who doesn't like Jello? Can you get full eating Jello? I think it's impossible to get full eating Jello. It's you can't be depressed when you're skipping, and it's impossible to get full while eating Jello. These are Rob's, Rob's maxims. <laughs> if I die today, penny saved is a penny earned. I'm going to have, you can't get full eating Jello. I'm in trouble. My legacy is not fulfilled yet. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's talk a little stock market. And I'm going to talk some names that you're going to say, I understand that. Black & Decker. You know what Black & Decker is, right? I understand that. McDonald's. I understand that. Borders. I understand that, right? You, Pfizer. Pfizer fabricates pharmaceuticals. You get it. Walgreen, MetLife. You know these companies, right? Western Union. You can wire money to someone in a different country, right? So Black & Decker, the uh, profit fell 
Now, the stock's up, even though the profit fell 22%. Weird, right? It topped expectations. It was supposed to be worse than that. McDonald's. Goldman Sachs says the fast food chain is a conviction buy from a buy, citing positive same-store sales and accelerated margin gains. You know what I like about McDonald's? I think the next eight years is going to be a little bit more subdued than the 1990s. I think in the 1990s, we lived large. And 2000 kind of party sort of ended, the 2000s. Um, I think to, you know, the next 10 years, I think it's going to be a little bit more modest. And it's normal. You know, the, the roaring 20s gave way to the Depression. And they were the roaring 20s. So things happen in cycles. I don't think it's the end of the world as we know it. But I do think things happen in cycles. Uh, so McDonald's makes a lot of sense to me. I know that I can go to McDonald's and I'm not going to get gourmet. But then again, I'm not going to get cart. Well, maybe I will get cardboard at McDonald's. Uh, I know I'm going to get fat eating it at McDonald's. I know that I can have a dollar meal at McDonald's. I, you get the idea, right? I think there, I think we need to reset to a much more tame consumer over the next 10 years. Not, we're not going to stop spending. You know, we're, we're not going to start listening to um, Bruce Springsteen and Glory Days. We're not, we're not going there. But it's pretty tough out there. And uh, it takes time to create jobs. And then that wealth that you create from your home, it takes time. So and a lot of people have lost a lot of wealth in their homes. And if you're looking for instant gratification, ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to happen. So Borders, this is a company that, you know, Heather Donald talked to me yesterday on Channel 4 Cron, and she said, you think books are going to go out of, out of style? I go, nah, books won't go completely out of style. You know what I'm going to miss the most is giving friends books. One of the best things that I ever did in my life was uh, I, I used to ask people, what's the, what's, if you could only read one book, what would it be? And that's how I chose books. And more often than not, they were pretty good selections. So, and it's a good conversation starter for sure, for sure. Um, I'm going to miss giving away books. But then again, it's just, it, my life, I don't even buy books anymore. Too busy. Too busy doing what I do. Um, always getting educated. Jumping on the internet. But Heather asked, are we going to go completely e-books? And I don't think we go to completely e-books. You know who I be- feel bad for is, is kids. Because colleges are going to embrace ebooks, and you know, every time you buy an ebook, it's going to be brand new, right? You're going to pay full price for it. No more used college books. Do you remember the joy of of finding a used tuition, a uh, used college book? It was fantastic. It was like you were, you wanted to get the one with the best quality at the right price. You didn't want to go five editions back because the teacher wouldn't, you know, he'd, he'd mock you. There was a joy in hunting for used books. Anyway, those days are over. So you're going to be getting and every and you won't be able to in college. You won't be able to go to the used bookstore anymore. You're going to have to get the e-reader. You're going to have to get pay full price. You're not going to be able to transfer the digital rights from one person to the next. Bad, right? Now, maybe prices will come down. Maybe they'll look at it more as you're only renting it for a year. And there's the they can now subsidize the used book market, but maybe they won't. So and for the record, are college textbooks the craziest thing in the world? Seriously, aren't they the craziest thing in the world? The cost on college textbooks. So I think so. Just go with me on this. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. This is the long segment of the show. So I typically need help. How can you help me? You can pick up the phone and give me a call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Amazon. It looks like they want to go all out battle with Apple. Now tomorrow I'm going to talk with Lance Lunoff, editor-in-chief of PC Magazine. We're going to talk about the iPad. But Amazon has their own thing called the Kindle. And they just bought a company, which is a startup company called TouchCo. 
Now, they bought their staff members, and they're going to instantly fold them into the hardware division So of Amazon.com. So an Amazon.com spokesperson, you know, talked a little bit about it. Touchco's technology, it's called interpolating force-sensitive resistance, and it puts into displays that can be completely transparent and could cost as little as $10 a square foot. Now, the capacitive touchscreens used by the iPad and iPhone are considerably more expensive. Now, unlike those screens, the TouchGo screens can also detect an unlimited number of simultaneous touch points. Now, TouchGo's technology uses resistors that are sensitive to different levels of pressure. It said its screens can distinguish between the touch of a finger and, the, say, the pressure of a pen. So it's a little bit more high-end as far as technology goes. So Amazon is going gonna, is gonna to war with Apple. Who's going to be the winner? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not that smart to predict it for you. I'm not. I'm not. So... 800-345-5639. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. You excited about the Super Bowl? I'm already starting to get a little bit distracted in my life, and uh, I'm kind of excited about the Super Bowl. So Sony posted sharp profits, sharp profit rises from cost cuts. Um, the business lesson that I want you to see here is they showed a profit rise, right? From what? Sharp cost cuts. So on one hand, you can say, that was a great quarter. I want to own shares of Sony. But then you're going to go, but they did it by firing people. Can they continue to fire people? Probably not. Sales of PlayStation 3 surged following a price cut. Sony said their not profit was about $870 million compared with, you know, last year where they, it wasn't much. It was, it was skimpy to say the least. Revenues rose about 4% to 2.2 trillion yen. Um, and again, it, it, it what that brings into question in my head is quality of earnings. And that's not the best quality. When you're firing people, it's not the best quality. Now, on the other hand, Yum! Brands reported earnings that beat the street expectations. They were supposed to earn about 48 cents a share. They ended up earning about 50 cents a share. You know Yum! Brands. I know Yum! Brands. Um, Yum! Brands is really a big story on China. Now, they had lower than expected commodity costs. A lot of what Yum does, pizza. They do Taco Bell, the five-layer burrito. They do pizza, any pizza, any size, any toppings for 10 bucks. A lot of their costs are tied towards, like, cheese. So um, promos at Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, you know, improving same-store sales. So I, I like the idea of Yum as a play on China. It's a weird play on China, but it's a play on China. You know, they do chicken, they do pizzas, they do tacos. That's about what they do. They're in 110 countries. They only really trail McDonald's as far as as dominance goes. And earlier in the show, I talked about how I think we're in the reduced expectation phase of consumers. And I I think they're they're here to stay, whether you like it or not. So Taco Bell, more than 5,800 of them in the United States. They also do Long John Silver's. When you want crappy seafood breaded and fried, it's it's wonderful. Um, Unless, of course, we have Long John Silver's as a sponsor. So... um, yeah, I want to, like if someone were to say, Rob, I, I want to own Yum Brands, I'd go, I'd prefer Pepsi. You know, I, I like the diversification of Pepsi a little bit more. I like the CEO of, of Pepsi a little bit more. Um, Yum Brands getting hit today down 5%. Let's take a quick look at a two-year chart on this one, and let's see if we can see anything inside the chart of Yum Brands. Take some as Yum. Oh, my goodness. Holy mackerel. For the last basically seven months, it's been stuck 34, 36, 34, 36, 34, 36, 34, 36. Now it hits 33. So what it did is it's broken support. Next huge level of support is 25. And you can basically look two years back and you'll see what's called a double bottom. 
And you can see that it, it, it hit basically, what did it hit? Um, about $20 a share in December of 09. Then it roars up to about 35 and then it goes back down to about $20 a share. So and then it roars from there and it goes higher. So there's the chart's telling you right now, it, it ain't going above 36, 37 anytime soon. It didn't break out to the top side. There's no momentum there. It broke down. So I would avoid the stock. There's just no reason to jump up and down for it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's going to Ron in Fairfield. Ron? Hey, Rob, I have a question for you. What do you think about the uh, government who's responsible for getting all these reports right on labor and everything else, and they end up uh, getting it wrong and uh, the numbers are wrong and it affects the stock market, and we make decisions on reports from the government and it affects our, our bottom line? Um. I don't think there's a conspiracy theory. I, I I can tell you economic reports that come out of Washington, um, they're they're skewed and they're misleading at times. Um, I I don't trust the unemployment rate. I don't trust the number of people filing unemployment. Um, it gets revised on a regular basis, sometimes up to four times. So January numbers will be revised three to four times. You know, through through the quarter and through the year. Um, with that said, it's, it's not a perfect science. We've got 270 million plus people running around this country. So it's, it's tough sometimes to collate and pull together all that data. Uh, what I really don't like about it is that a president can tell his department of labor, Hey, let's go sample, let's go sample, um, inner cities. And the numbers could look awful in the inner cities, but they look great in the, the urban metro areas. So let's go sample the urban metro areas. So sometimes the numbers of people who are unemployed and filing unemployment, keep in mind, they're not a pure number. Sometimes they're sampled. Um, it, they do get very, very misleading. So it's, it's, I think it's, uh, it, it comes with the system, Ron, and it doesn't really greatly upset me. Does it greatly upset you? Yeah, because um, you depend on them to kind of give you an indication of how the economy is going. And you may want to put money in certain places or take it out of the market and, uh, you know, they say, oh, the, the numbers are getting better for unemployment, and all of a sudden they say, oh, well, they're not getting better, and the stake by 800,000 know, last time I reported, and it causes the market to just tank. Well, it, it tanks on a day-by-day basis, but it works itself out over time. I believe that water finds its own level, and that um, short-term, if you were to look at studies, the stock market's damn inefficient. Long-term, if you look at it, it basically plays off 8 to 10% earnings growth out of corporate America. Um, again, short term, I, 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 you can't invest, Ron. If that's that, if you don't live in that world and accept that world, that financially, like Cisco just reported, you know, perfect earnings of what they predicted ninety days ago. Do you find it a little weird that they can predict ninety days in the future uh, within basically ten, twenty thousand dollars? That's pretty stunning of, of figuring out how. And it's financial engineering, so it, it comes with a system. It's a flawed system, Ron. Thanks for the call. Not as scientific as some people would want it to be. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.